0: As many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Ghost had been poured out on the Gentiles, notice this last word, also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, can anyone forbid water? That these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Ghost Spirit, Holy Ghost, same thing, just as we have. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. And they asked him to stay a few days. Now, the key verse is verse 45. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Pedro, That's Espanol. Just in case you want to know. Don't worry. I'm not going to go with the flow. Oh, boy. Because the gift of the Holy Ghost had been poured out on the Gentiles also. Now, we're going to find out. Here's the key. I don't know how to title this, simply that the gift of the Holy Ghost was poured out on the Gentiles also. That's a huge word there at the end. Because I think it's going to eliminate the confusion of maybe not people in here, but people that will go back and view this. And so I want to ask Prophet Mass if he would stand and pray over God's word. God, we love you.
1: We thank you for your spirit that we feel. We thank you for the man of God that stands before us. I pray for this man's body, that you would strengthen him,
0: use him in a mighty way, God. And just as the 44th verse said, those that heard the word, God, was filled with the Holy Ghost. All was filled pray that you would take your liberty in this service, God. We bind any distractions. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And so let's begin at verse 44. While Peter was still speaking these words, the words that Peter was speaking, he was speaking to Cornelius, his close friends, and his relatives. The words that he was speaking begin in verse 34, and he's preaching, and he's preaching all the way through verse 43. While he's speaking, actually he's preaching, he's doing a little preaching and teaching, he's preaching. While he's speaking these words, the Bible says (laughs) that the Holy Ghost fell upon all those who heard the word. Now, some just told me, just, just look at the word, fail. When it talks about the Holy Ghost, fell upon all those who heard the word. The Holy Ghost laid upon. The Holy Ghost, it says, seize them. The word "fell" means the Holy Ghost embraced them with affection. So the Holy Ghost laid up on them; it rests upon them; it seized them with affection. In other words, they 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 felt it. It embraced them. So the Holy Ghost fell upon. Listen to this: all those.
1: Who heard the word? All those
0: who heard the word. I'm trying to make sure I'm right. It just didn't fall or seize or embrace with infection anybody. It fell upon those who heard the word. And we understand what the word heard means. It's giving audience to the noise, to the sound, to the language of the sayings of God to the point that they understood. They came to understand what they heard. And when they understood it, God seemed, not only did they understand it, They was open to what God had to say. And so they gave permission to the Holy Ghost to seize them, to embrace them with affection, to lie upon them and to rest upon them. And friend, that's the way God will come on people. We've seen it right here with you today. The Holy Ghost laid upon her seized her with affection, embraced her to the point that she had to yield to what God was doing. Oh, man, I feel the Holy Ghost already. So it's up to you today. The Holy Ghost is going to fall on some people that understand and that are willing to open up to God. I feel God in this house right now. Now watch this here, the next verse. And those are the circumcision who believe were astonished. Now, the circumcision, it goes all the way back to the Old Testament. Genesis, I believe, chapter 17 and verse 10, or chapter 10 and verse 17 is one of them. You can figure that out later. But Genesis is the first book in the Bible. That's the only book I know. I'll just pick it. I know Revelation too. Um, so circumcision is it, it's when... It, it, it's, it's only something that God can see. It, it, was, it was something that the male had to do in the foreskin of his flesh. And when they were circumcised, they came or they entered a covenant with God. Now, under the Old Testament, that, that, that man uh, being circumcised covered his family. So he said, those are the circumcision. Those were Jewish people. Not only did he say they was of the circumcision, but they believed. Now we understand what the word believe means. It means to entrust or trust your spiritual well-being to Christ. You show that you trust Christ by obeying his word. These that was circumcised, who believe. It's not that they just confess with their mouth that they believe. We're gonna find out they was baptized in Jesus' name. He that believeth and is baptized, they was not only baptized in water. They was baptized in the Spirit. Then watch this here, and those are the circumcision who believe were astonished, they, they, were, they were shocked, they were surprised, they marveled, watch this here, as many as came with Peter, now I want you to know the Jewish brethren. some of them came with Peter to Cornelius' house, let's bear this out in the scripture, hold your spot there and sister prophetess, if you would go to Acts 10 and verse 23. I want to bag up everything we're saying today. I want to bag it up because the enemy is a liar. God is still filling people with his spirit today. So let's read that. Acts 10 and verse 23.
1: Then he invited them in and lodged them. On the next day, Peter went away with them and some brethren from Joppa Accompanied him.
0: So here, when we read in Acts 10, and we read in in verse 45, we we understand that those that came with Peter, they they was Jewish brethren. So let's look at verse 45 again. And those are the circumcision, talking about Peter and the brethren that accompanied him, who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, watch this here, because the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let's look at the word gift. The word gift means in the Greek gratuity. And some of you need to know about that because you you go in there and let people serve you and and you give them a hard time. Oh, I feel in God right now. (laughs) Let me move on. A, gr- a gratuity is something that you, you cannot demand. You don't have an obligation. <laughs> and believe me, some people know they don't. You don't have an obligation uh, in, in giving anything. You, 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 you're not liable. You don't have a liability. And so when gratuity is given, it is above and beyond. It is given out of kindness. It is given to show some type of appreciation. And so when he said the gift, the gratuity, you can't command that. You can't demand that. God is giving his spirit because he loves us. It is a gift. And he don't have to give that type of gift. Oh, my God. But thank God he made a way. For you and I to be filled with his presence. It is a gift. Now, even though we know it's a gift. Now, some people, they they love us, Ambassador, when we go out. Because I tip good, not unless they make me mad. I don't get good service. I still tip. But it ain't near as much as I would get. I get good service. I I'm 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 gonna tip we we was when we went to Branson early this year, you know they had a free breakfast down there in that hotel. Hey, look, our motto is if it's free, it's for me. Oh, I'm sorry, that's her motto. See, I messed her up. When I throw weed in there, she wasn't going to get mad. She got mad later. So we was down there eating that sorry breakfast at that place. But I noticed how the lady, they was working hard. They don't request it. They don't ask anything. And I slapped a $5 bill down there because I wanted to show my appreciation. That lady was going wiping tables. And her eyes were just watching that $5 bill. And then I took it and messed with her. She was was looking for that. I I think it shocked her because a lot of people would sit there and they will come and wipe the table and stuff, but they, they won't give anything. And so there was a gift we weren't obligated to give it. But listen, it's not a gift if you don't receive it. Believe me, she snatched that $5 bill so quick, she left that man on that $5 bill on that table. But it was her gratuity, but it was up to her. I put it there, but it was up to her to receive it. God's going to fall on somebody today, but it's up to you to receive it. I'm getting off track. Watch this here. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost, watch this here, had been poured out on the Gentiles also. What do you mean also? He's saying also, we're going to read the next scripture in just a second, also because it sounds like the same way they received the Holy Ghost, it's the same way the Gentiles received the Holy Ghost. Non-Jewish people are Gentiles. We're going to find out in just a second, is it a universal sign, one sign that God has given when people are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? So he said also. So why did he say also? Look at the next scripture. For they heard them. They heard the sound, the noise, the language. They heard them speak. The Greek word means they heard them utter with tongues. And the word tongues mean they heard them utter a language that was not naturally acquired. English, I'm still trying to acquire that. Well, some of you you are just as bad as me, so. For you that's that's 100% Spanish, I guess you had a choice with one you want to acquire naturally. But they honored words, a language in a tongue that they did not naturally acquire. For they heard them utter in tongues a language that was not naturally acquired and magnified God. When they heard this, he said, man, they received the Holy Ghost just like we did. Well, let's back this up and see how they received the Holy Ghost. Because God's going to fill us with the Holy Ghost just like they received the Holy Ghost. So we gotta take a journey. Let's go to Luke chapter twenty four, Luke twenty four, and let's begin at verse thirty six. And prophetess, I think I, you'll be waiting for me in Luke eighteen and verse thirty one. We don't have a lot of scriptures to cover today, but I do believe God's going to heal everyone. I believe, Brother Biscoe, I believe God's going to do it wherever y'all sitting at. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. I believe some people are going to be renewed in the Holy Ghost today. Some people are going to be filled for the first time with the Holy Ghost today. Verse 36. Now, this is after the death, the burial. In the resurrection, when we're talking about Jesus. Now you you gotta follow me on this here. Now, as they said these things, they were the disciples. Jesus Himself stood in the midst of them and said, Peace to you. But they were terrified. (laughs) It's not them, and you'll be waiting for me in Acts 1, 2, and 3. I'm sorry. Uh, but they was terrified and they was frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit because the last that they remember of Jesus, that he was crucified and he was placed in a tomb. And all of a sudden, they're having a conversation and Jesus show up in the midst. He go, peace to you. And so they begin to freak out. They suppose they seen the spirit, but Jesus said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubt arise in your heart, in your mind, in your reasoning, in your thought process? They said, no, man, we we know he died. We know he was buried. This can't be Jesus. Who is this? Who is this standing before us? They struggle with it. Now, before we go and verify some things, in case I forget, what we're reading in Luke 24, Luke wrote Luke and Luke wrote the book of Acts. Luke 24 and Acts chapter 1, it's the same setting. It's the same situation. He just put more details in Acts than he did in Luke. It is the very same, and that's going to be important here in just a second. So why do you have doubt in your hearts? Watch this here. He said, Behold my hand, look at my hands, and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me, touch me, and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have, he was in his glorified body. We won't have time to get into that tonight, today. When he had said this, he showed them his hands. He said, look. He said, I want you to see where the nail prints are. He showed them his feet. Why did he do this? Acts chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3. Then we're coming back to Luke. We're going somewhere. Just, just hang with me. I hope I don't lose you. I know some of you trying hard to stay away. Someone some looking at me in the eyes like that, but your eyes is just. Acts chapter 1, verse 1. Watch this here.
1: The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day. In which he was taken up after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. To whom he also presented himself alive.
0: He did what?
1: Presented himself alive.
0: Watch this here.
1: After his suffering by many infallible proofs. So
0: when he said, here's my hands and my feet. They could not deny it. They could not discount that he was telling. It is I. Hang with me. We're going somewhere. Let's finish this here.
1: Being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God.
0: Now, he's, he's talking about the same thing, same setting in Luke and in Acts. But what I want to show you when he says, here's my hands and my feet, he was letting know it's me. I'm alive. I'm in my glorified body. But I'm showing you, I'm giving you proof that it is me. Now, watch this here. Let's go back to Luke. And so we're going to pick up in verse 41. Verse 41 says, Luke 24, but while they still did not believe for joy and marvel, they knew he was alive when he said this. He said to them, have you any food here? True apostolic. So they gave him a piece of tilapia and some honeycomb. I better quit. And he took it. And he didn't even pray. He just ate it in their presence. Now here, oh, I felt that for somebody here. I'm sorry. Here's what I really want you to catch. Now, he's speaking to them about the things pertaining to the kingdom. The death, the burial, and the resurrection already happened. He's shown himself alive with many infallible proofs. Verse 44. Then he said to them. Now go to uh, Luke 18 and verse 31. Wait for me there. Then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. Watch this here. Proud to my death, my burial, my resurrection. I have spoken these words to you that all things must be fulfilled with what's written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. He said, I, I spoke this to you prior to my death, my burial, my resurrection, but, but you didn't understand. You didn't grasp it. Let's bear this out. Luke 18 and verse 31. And you gotta really follow me. Watch this here.
1: Then he took the twelve aside and said to them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be accomplished. For oh.
0: he Yeah, keep going, sorry.
1: For he will be delivered. To the Gentiles and will be mocked and insulted and spit upon. They will scourge him and kill him. And the third day he will rise again. But they understood none of these things.
0: So see, he has spoke this to him before. Prior to his death, his very resurrection. But they didn't understand it. Watch this here
1: this saying was hidden from them and they did not know the things which were spoken.
0: So now let's go back to Luke. We got to make these dots connect here. Let's go back to Luke 24. Now here it is again in verse 44. That's in the same book, so you should find that quick. Just pick it. Then he said to them, here it is. These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you prior to my death, my burial, my resurrection, that all things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Now watch this here. Here's the difference. This is after his resurrection, and he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. What he spoke to them prior to his death, his burial, his resurrection, she just read it was hidden from them. But he did say, I I told you this before. I'm telling you the same thing again, but now I'm going to open your eyes to understanding so you can comprehend what I am saying. There are some things that Bible college can't teach you. Somebody better hear. You can learn from the best, but there's some things until God is ready to reveal it to you, you're not going to grasp it. On, now watch this here. Believe it or not, we're getting close. Verse 46. Then he said to them, Ooh, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer. And to rise from the dead on the third day. Now he's telling them this. He's speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom. Verse 47. And that repentance and remission, which means forgiveness of sins, should be preached in his name. To how many? Beginning where? So he's, he's speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom. And he's telling them how a person can enter the kingdom. And he said, you are witnesses of these things. You are the one that's going to testify. You're a witness that I'm telling you what to preach and teach. But I want you to notice something here. We got a lot of people that call themselves ministers and preachers and pastors, and they have not fulfilled what the word of God has said. I don't care what title they have, and I don't care if they have a doctrine. It does not matter. If you don't line up according to the word of God, you go, you go, Bishop, what you're talking about? Okay, I'm glad you asked me. Watch this here. He said, you're a witness of this thing. He said, behold. I send the promise of my father. The word promise, I send a divine assurance of good. Divine meaning coming from heaven. I send a divine assurance of good from the originator. I send it upon you. But tarry, wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are endured. That word means arrayed, fully clothed with power. That word power is deutermos. It's where we get the word dynamite. And that means having strength and ability and miraculous power. He said, you can't preach repentance or remission of sins. Until you go to Jerusalem and you tarry and you have to be endured, fully clothed, fully arrayed with power. From where? Coming from the heavenlies. Now now hang with me. And then the Bible says, and he led them out as far as Bethany. After he told them this. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Then it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into the heavens. Whoever is strumming, you can come and sit. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem just like they was told. They returned there with joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. There, there's something that they done prior to the Holy Ghost being poured out. One, they obeyed. They went to Jerusalem. They went to the temple. They tarried. But while they was tarrying in there, they was praising and blessing God. There's something that has to precede the Holy Ghost falling on you. So now let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts chapter 1. Believe it or not, we're finna land this day. Acts 1. Now, this is the same story, same setting. He just had more details that he's writing to Theopolis about. Watch this here, verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. We just read that in Luke. But to wait for the promise, the divine assurance of good of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. King James said, You have heard of me. You have heard of me. I'm the promise. And the originator is going to send me back. Not in the glorified body. You have heard of me. I'm going to come back in the form of the spirit. Now watch this here. He said, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water. as one baptism. It's a water baptism. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days from now. The word baptized means you're going to be uh, emerging, submerged by the Spirit of God Almighty. You're going to be fully covered by God's Spirit. He said not many days from now. So in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, nobody was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Boy, let me get a hand. I said, I hear people say all the time, oh, when you believe, you automatically have the Holy Ghost. If that was the case, then they wouldn't have said, Hey, they received the Holy Ghost just like we did. I'm going somewhere. We've been the land. Watch this here. As soon as I find out where I'm at. Uh, verse 6. Therefore, When they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Watch this here. But you, somebody say me, shall receive power, miraculous power, strength and ability, When." The Holy Ghost has come upon you, not before, only when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That's where the strength and the ability and the miraculous power and the anointing of God, it only comes once you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's why he told them, tarry in Jerusalem. And so we got people that are preaching and pastoring churches, and they never tarry, and they never receive the Holy Ghost. You cannot preach the gospel, not unless you have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh, I know some people ain't do like it, but am I? In? All right, let's keep going. Watch this here. He said, then... When this happened, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now watch this here, verse 9. Now, when he had spoken these things, they watched. He was taken up, and the cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus, watch this here, who was taken up from you into heaven, would so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. The same way he left, it's the same way he's coming back. Every eye shall see him. Somebody say amen. Now, when this happened, when they was taken up, verse 12, then they returned to Jerusalem. Where did he tell them to tarry at? They returned to Jerusalem from Mount Cal olive which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Wait a minute. Okay. So who went up there? Peter. So Peter was there in the upper room, tearing and waiting for the Holy Ghost. Then he received the Holy Ghost the same way that Cornelius and his close friends and relatives. Oh man, I'm telling the Lord, tell me, he, he's, he's going to knock out some of these people saying different ways that people know they have the Holy Ghost and even some of our apostolic ministers that have walked away from this truth telling people it's not necessary. Oh, yes, it is, friend. You can't make it to the kingdom of God. You can't please God without having the spirit of God. Somebody say amen. Amen. And the beauty is God's going to leave it out there. He's going to put the gratuity out there and it's up to you to embrace it. If you want it, you can have it. Now, now we we, we getting ready to close in a minute. Um, watch this here. So Peter was there, James was there. Watch this, John was there, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, that dude right there, Baltimore, Matthew, James the son of Applejacks, uh, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. Watch this here. These all continue. In a hundred accord, I mean, in one accord, in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Whoa. Does that say that in your Bible? Whoa. You mean, I better not say that. So she was there and his brethren. Now, watch this here, verse 15. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples all together. The number and the names was about 120. Now, the reason why I said that with Peter, he had, I believe, there's six brethren that accompanied him. And they were shocked and astonished and said, the Holy Ghost was poured out on the Gentiles also. In in King James, it said, just like we we had received it. I believe these six brethren was there. They was tearing. They was in Jerusalem. So how did they know that they received the Holy Ghost? I'm glad you asked that question. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Sister, prophetess, if you would read that.
1: When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place.
0: Just like we are today in one place. We're all in one accord. And it's not a hundred. Verse two.
1: And suddenly... There came a sound from heaven. From where? Heaven.
0: We, we ran in scripture, it said you endure with power from on what? Fire. And heaven is the expansion above the earth. So there came a sound from heaven. Watch this here.
1: As of a rushing mighty wind.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's getting ready to fall. Listen, it said that it fell on them. In other words... It embraced them, seized them with affection. They was able to feel not only that God was there, but something got a hold of them that they knew it was God Almighty. Holy Ghost is gonna fall on somebody with affection in his house today. That's what happened to mama. That's exactly what happened to mama. I'm, I'm saying that nice. <laughs> That's what happened to her. It fell on her, seized her, embraced her with affection. Oh, friend, you're going to know that God is resting on you today. Yeah. So it filled the whole house where it's sitting. And what else? Wait, let's back up read that one again.
1: And it filled the whole house where they were sitting.
0: All right. A little bit later on. I have something different for you to do today, brother Mike and sister Sandy. Well, a little bit later on, you're going to pray that God's going to fill his whole house. He's here, but God said he's a prophet. And you have him to prophesy that God's going to fill his whole house with his presence. If it happened there, it can happen here. Yeah. Let me back up because it happened there. We know it's going to happen here. Yeah. And in the midst of that, being in the whole house, it's where all these healings going to happen today, also. So, watch this here. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. Look at verse three.
1: Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire.
0: Now, now watch this here. So, it's as a, so I feel like the Lord told me this morning, I said, God, we, we always kind of struggle with this. Now, everybody's not going to see it, but this was the first time that he poured out his spirit. So, there appeared to them divided tongues. In other words, God gave them... Spiritual perception. God could open our eyes and let us see things that nobody else see. Now, now watch this here. That's what he did that day. Remember, was it Elijah when they came and the servant said, "Elijah's master, what are we going to do? They, they surrounded us. They surrounded the city. And he said, boy, he said, God opened his eyes. He said, there'll be more for us than it is, more with us than than it's with them. And he opened his eyes and he's seen all in the mountains all around the city, all around Elijah, chariots of fire. So if God opened their eyes and they didn't have the Holy Ghost then God can open eyes to let you see something now. Oh, my God. And so there appeared to them divided tongues. And so they was able to see. It, it seemed like a different tongue sat here, divided tongues, set up on each of them in a different tongue. Hold me back, Jesus. A different tongue set there. She told me go. A different tongue set there. I don't know about that different tongue. No. A different tongue set up on each of them. Watch it, as a fire. In other words. That language, when it set up on them, and they was able to see it as a fire, talk about the intensity of God right. resting up on them. You're a bishop now. You don't know what you're talking about. I know when I received the Holy Ghost, nobody laid hands on me. I was in the pews, and I lifted my hand, and it sat on me. And I couldn't hold my tongue. I began to speak in another language. God's about to sit on somebody today. Divided tongues, you can be seeing going home yet, as a fire. And one set up on each of them. If we had time, we can go down there and look. When they said, hey, we heard them speak, we know that this is not their native tongues. And ah, we can't get into all that. You understand what it happened today, you, the speaker, is not going to understand. Because if you understood it, then it wouldn't be Supernatural. But God understands, whether it's the language of the land or whether it's a heavenly language, God understands what you're saying. But when you hear yourself, you will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has rested on the inside of me, and he has made himself known. Man, I need to quit. Watch this here.
1: And they were all filled. How many was filled? All.
0: Now, the word filled means to imbue, the Greek word, I-M-B-U-E. That's the way I saw spelling words when I was in school. Just put them everywhere, but that's the word. Imbue. That means that they was impregnated with the Spirit of God. He came on the inside. That word means to saturate. And so they was all impregnated. They were saturated with what, uh, prophetess?
1: With the Holy Spirit. With the Holy
0: Spirit. And what happened?
1: And began to speak with other tongues.
0: They began to what?
1: Speak with other tongues.
0: They began to utter words with other tongues that was not their natural language as what?
1: As the spirit gave them utterance.
0: Who gave them the utterance? The spirit Spirit gave them the utterance. And the spirit's going to give you the utterance. It can give you the utterance if you let him come in. If you allow him to fall on you, seize you, embrace you today. And you yield your mouth to him. God's going to speak a language through you you never spoke through before and the devil won't like it. It's a sign that God is on the inside of you. You can softly strum there. Listen, this is why he said in Acts, he said, wow, the Gentiles received the Holy Ghost also. Say it again. The same as we. There's only one sign of receiving the Holy Ghost. Prophetess, go to Mark 16. We're closing with this, beginning at verse 15. And then I'm going to explain some things. I want you to listen to me today. I want you to listen. Mark 16, beginning at verse 15. There's only one universal sign. Listen, we don't teach people to speak in tongues. Some people do. They go, untie my bow tie. Who stole my Honda stuff? (laughs) Y'all say it again, say it real fast. Untie my bow tie. Who stole my Honda stuff? (laughs) I heard Carmen. Carmen used to say that. (laughs) He didn't. Anyway, he used to say that stuff. But uh, we don't teach people to speak in tongues. God is the one that's going to fill you, but there are some steps that has to be taken. And for some of you that are struggling, you, there is no way in the world you should be struggling, allowing the Spirit to speak through you if you already receive the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, we're gonna read this in a second. The problem is that doing praise and worship my way, Sister Andrew, y'all done outstanding. Doing praise and worship, this is the time where you should be praising and worshiping Him. I don't know how many times I see people carrying on conversations, walking around, shaking people's hands, and just talking. And you wonder why it's a struggle. This is the time you need to give to God. How many times, Bishop, have to get up and say this? Doing worship, let people worship. This is not the time for fellowship. And if you find yourself lose yourself in worship, listen. We have anointed worship. You lose yourself in worship. Nobody listening to you because you can't sing anyway. I'm just picking. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost will fall on you doing worship. And all of a sudden, the sound begin to come out of your lips, and you understand that's the Holy Ghost being manifest through me. But if you can't focus in the service. And some of you have been in this for a while. It's been a long time since you spoke in tongues. Well, the Bible said oh, I don't have to do it. Again, I care to differ with that. You build up your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. And when they prayed, the Bible said they were filled with the Holy Ghost and the place was shaking. We'll have time to get into that. One last scripture. There's one universal sign. Let's read in Mark 16, verse 15.
1: And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature.
0: And we won't even up on that, but to every creature. Watch this here.
1: He who believes and is baptized will be saved.
0: One baptism, two elements water and spirit. If you believe you entrust your spiritual well being to Christ, that means you trust the scriptures. You will obey the scriptures. And you'll be baptized in water. You can't say you're a believer and you haven't been baptized. You're not a believer. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Not only in water. If you're a believer and you trust God. The Bible says in John 7, 37, 39. You know, if we believe on him as the scripture has said. Out of his innermost beings shall flow rivers of living water. And so you'll not only be baptized in water. You'll be filled with God's spirit. But let's go a little bit farther.
1: But he who does not believe will be condemned.
0: Yeah, if you don't believe, you're not going to be baptized in water. You're not going to pick the gratuity up. Even when the Holy Ghost follow you, you're not going to pick it up. You're going to leave it right there on the table because you don't believe. Watch this here.
1: And these signs will follow those who believe.
0: Now, the word signs is a token. A supernatural indication, a token indicating, somebody can see that token, indicating that something has happened to you. These signs, these supernatural indication, this supernatural token shall accompany those that believe everywhere you go, this goes with you. Watch this here. In my name. In my name. What's his name? Jesus. Watch this here.
1: They will cast
0: out demons. Uh, now, we won't talk about that because y'all be trying to cast out on each other. We we don't do that. We won't hit that. But when you're baptized in the water and the spirit, if somebody's possessed, you have the authority to cast that devil out and he has to go. But it's talking about a little bit more than that, but we won't have time. Here we go. Watch this here. And what else?
1: They will speak. Who's
0: today? Those that
1: believe.
0: Those that believe. So the believers, they will what?
1: Speak with new tongues.
0: So the believers will what?
1: Speak with new tongues. They will
0: utter words with what? New, afresh, never been used, one unheard of, uncommon, unprecedented. Am I in the word? You better believe I'm in the word. You better believe I am in the word. Unheard of, uncommon, unprecedented. They will speak with new what? And that word taught mean language, one naturally unacquired. There's only one universal sign that God has given indicating something supernatural has happened you will speak with other tongues. Now now watch this here. Uh, brother and sister Johnson, I want you to stand over here, and this is what y'all going to do today. When, when the people go to pray, the Lord wants you to be sensitive. you're going to watch. and wherever God leads you, whether it's someone that's trying to pray back through. Whether well, someone is praying through for the first time, he wants you out operating like I was doing last week. But this week, this is what God wants you to do. And I want you to stand from this vantage point and you And you move when God tells you to move. So I want you to stay right there. Prophet, come down. Watch this here. You can close the Bibles. <laughs> Enough Bible lesson on Sunday morning. I know people say, Sunday morning you should be preaching and stuff. Listen. We we can do a lot of preaching, but if we don't take time to reach for people and to give them some understanding, we can have a church full of people that's not going to make it to the kingdom of God. Come here, the Holy Ghost is chasing you, girl. I thought that was Brother Limbrick's kid. Come running up for yourself. <laughs> Seen this big old black man. Ah! <laughs> so here it is. First, we're going to have a, a time of repentance.